0: 10 and a half months in the waiting but finally the biggest domestic fixture on the calendar takes place again on Saturday. Celtic against Rangers at Celtic Park will not be the same without fans inside the stadium but when it comes to importance to the people, value to the players and the management staff and significance in the overall season it's as massive as it ever has been. Huge games require huge names so as we look ahead to the contest in Glasgow's East End there's not really anyone else's views worth getting than Record Sports on Chris Sutton. He'll cast his eye over the game. We'll look at the teams, the tactics, the managers, the key men. In fact, we'll have a look at the lot, so not much point in hanging around. Chris, how are you? Ready to go? Ready for the big game?
1: Yeah, really looking forward to it. And you, you nailed it, really. No fans. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a very, very strange spectacle, isn't it? But uh looks like we're going to have to carry on this way for. For some time yet, um, but both sets of of players and and management just have to concentrate on the the game in hand.
0: I mean, we might as well get that one. There's a couple of issues just to get out of the way straight away, Chris, before we get into the nuances of the game. I mean, your old firm debut, I think you scored after, what, inside a minute? 60,000 people. I mean, it's going to be completely different to what it was like on that occasion, isn't it, on Saturday? How do you think it'll be for the players? I know you've talked about it in other games. I know you've said it's not an excuse, etc., etc. How do you think it'll affect the old fan game?
1: Uh, I think it'll have a, you know, a, a major effect. It's not the same spectacle without the fans. I mean, I, I didn't like the fact the, uh, the reduced um, away sections at, at, at both clubs now. I think the, the spectacle is worse because of it. But as a, as a former player, and you know, the Celtic players at this moment in time, they can't, they can't think... Uh, you know that way, they just have to concentrate on their their role in the team, their you know their responsibility for the team, and and try and blank that out. But of course, it's going to be uh, difficult. But with what is at stake this season, this you know we, we know that these games are always important and. You know, Rangers have started the season exceptionally well. Celtic haven't started the season exceptionally well. Um, But having said all that, they're in a a great place. And uh, it's one of those games which you look at and you think that with with the issues that Celtic have with players out through COVID um, and Rangers look pretty much at uh, at full strength, then it would be a, a major, major blow to Rangers if they lost this game.
0: I mean well obviously we'll, we'll touch on the you know the Covid individuals and the impact that there's been for Celtic in just a second. I just wanted to pick you up on something you said there. You said, you know, Rangers have been uh, have been excellent or exceptional at the start of the season and Celtic haven't quite hit those levels. Is this more down to each club's individual standards in the past few years? Because there is an argument here that Celtic have dropped less points, they're in the same groupings in the in the Europa League, they've done the same in Europe. Um you can argue they've got a better record in the league than Rangers have got at the moment. So is that well, just a, like, a barometer of what they've done in the past? Basically, that the standards that they would they would both expect Celtic uh, or from, but all the standards have set.
1: I think that that's an excellent point. Of performance
0: crash rather yeah. than result. I mean,
1: yeah, but I mean, we, you know, we can't get away from the fact that Celtic have been have been bitty the performances. They haven't been fluent. There's you know, question marks over. The system at times has been, uh, you know, Neil Lennon's been making a lot of changes uh, to rotation. Um, and, you yeah, know, we can't get away from the fact they haven't hit the straps. They, they haven't been at their best, as we saw you know, at the, at the um, turn of the year when Lee Griffiths got himself fit, got himself back in the team. Celtic bounced back from from that uh, defeat against Rangers at Celtic Park and, and bounced back in superb fashion. Uh looked like they had a lot of goals in the team, a lot of energy in the team. And then subsequently since the, the COVID break Celtic have uh have really started slowly and and started sort of in in first never really got out of first gear and but they have found a way of winning games, which is yeah. really, really important. Um And I think I've said, you know, we've done columns on this. If I was a Celtic player at this moment in time, I would be thinking devastated out of the Champions League. Absolutely devastated. Muddled the way through into the Europa um, League group stages. That's great. But we haven't even got started yet. So, you know, the fact of the matter is we win our game in hand you know we would be uh, would be top of the table but we haven't we haven't we're not even at 50% so on that basis imagine when we do get started and then the perception across the city is that rangers are flying they're playing some good stuff great on the eye really you know they're really excited going into this game and i i think that you know, across glasgow the feeling is that the rangers are in you know, a a better place with the rhythm of their play this season. But, you know, as we know, we know what's happened to Rangers psychologically over the last couple of seasons and they haven't been able to handle the pace. We're still very, very early on in the season, but there's no doubt, I think, psychologically, it would be a huge, huge uh, blow to uh, to lose this game because we can't get away from the fact that Celtic aren't at full strength. They're nowhere near going to be at full strength with, with what's happened with the COVID you well, know, yeah, let's touch on that so,
0: Chris let's, let's uh, touch on that Chris I mm-hmm. mean the, the build up has been dominated by that um, obviously you know Naya Beaton Hatta Mohammed, both in the Israeli camp out tested positive Ryan Christie was a close contact to Stuart Armstrong the Scotland squad out Oddson Edward was the first of the lot with the French under 21s mm-hmm. the day after the game at St Johnston. self-isolating for 10 days James Forrest is out injured um, Neil Lennon does not have his problems to seek does he? I mean you, you've spoken about the situation with, you know, with the covered players and it's just something that, that, that Celtic have to get on with Neil Lennon was quite clear about that himself when he, when he spoke mm. yesterday in club media um, you know we won't concentrate on the he said we won't concentrate on the players that aren't there, we'll concentrate on the ones that are um, so I guess what every Celtic supporter would would like you to to answer Chris is from what's left and as the team shapes up, if you go through the team section by section um, obviously, El will and Beaton out. Where do mm-hmm. you think that leaves Celtic defensively? We'll deal with the, the defensive side of things first. Obviously, Barkas will be on goal. What do you think he'll do? Back three and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's virtually whoever's fitted the back, isn't it? If he goes with the back three, I mean, you, you know, there's there's a question whether, you know, he might go to a back four again. I, I suppose he'll, you know, want to keep that same system at this moment in time, but it has to be Ayer, uh, uh, Duffy and and Christopher Julian. Uh, yep. will be interesting with the way that I think that that Rangers would be interesting Rangers line, but Rangers would have, you know, I'd be thinking that they'll be thinking that Ryan Kent could be a big player for them. So where therefore would, would, would Shane Duffy play in that back line? Would he play centrally or would he play out on the, you know, on the right-hand side of that defense where Rangers might feel they would be able to, maybe expose him in, in, in one V one situations. I think with, with Celtic, the, we know the right wing back is going to be, um, you know, that's, that's Jeremy Frimpong and he will have a a big job on his hands. The left side's a really interesting one because Greg Taylor, um, you know, I I do think that has been an issue, the system and, and Greg Taylor, certainly in an attacking sense, does he give the team enough? Uh, Laxalt has, has come in from AC Milan. You would have thought that uh, that you know he's come to play. So that you know that's a big call. How fit is he? You know what level is he actually at? I think that you know then you look in, in the midfield. I think Neil Lennon will go for Scott Brown and McGregor. That's um, nailed on, isn't
0: it, Chris? Like, it it, it looks. They're it, it, okay. They're yeah. nailed on for two possessions. Yeah.
1: It looks that way, doesn't it? And yeah. uh, and, and then you know there's question marks then for the for the other positions i what do you I, do think, I think i think and um i think and will play i think that he's a you know a, had, a, had an okay start to the season and he'll be an important player of course of missing missing ryan christie i wouldn't be surprised if he then goes um elia and uh playing off klimala and i say klimala because uh, I, you know, I'm not I'm not party to what's gone on on the training ground. But you think a Yeti, how how fit would he be to actually last ninety minutes? Uh, Edward clearly, you know, we don't know his condition. Is going to come, you know, come back. We don't know how badly he's been affected by COVID. Um, but it, it, we can't sit there and, and actually say that he would have done the the necessary work um, for him to be ready. For this game. And then Lee Griffiths, brilliant goal, which he scored at um, up at McDermott Park at, at St Johnston. But, you know, he, he wasn't on long. I saw the interview after the game and he was blowing. So, you know, it, it, it's not just about goal scoring in this game, of course, it's about leading the line. So, on that basis, um, you'd say Klimala... You could argue fourth choice, but that that seems to be that uh, you know the, there's a good chance of him starting the game. That's and, a big and, call, uh,
0: Chris. That's a big call because I know, I know you haven't been convinced with him um, yeah. in all aspects of his game, talent wise. But I know you have been impressed with the attitude and the work yeah. and the effort. L- love just,
1: the goalies, yeah. Love the goal he scored at St. Johnston, You know, got got clattered, got up, slotted it in nicely. I think that he's growing in, in confidence. I think he could be real nuisance value to the Rangers' back line. And I think it's one of those, you never get a minute's peace with, uh, with Klimala. He, he's a grafter, he's a hard worker, he's an awkward player. Sometimes, you know, I'm not so sure he knows what he's going to do, but I do think he's, he's getting better. I really, really like his hunger and the, 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 the desire which he you know, has shown in games. And as I say, I think he's improving in the Celtic jersey. It's not, it's not ideal. That Celtic, you know, going into this game, absolutely not ideal. Um, you know, we saw Celtic going into the uh, into into the League Cup final last year without a, 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 a not recognised striker. I know Lewis Morgan sort of played up top in that game, but then Odson Edward came on and changed the game. It will just, I mean, the question mark is 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 how fit is Odson Edward really? But uh, you know, I wouldn't have thought it. Think be from what you're seeing,
0: would it be fair to say that? You know the importance in these in a Rangers against Celtic game. Normally, um, you can't really carry passengers, and the feeling would be that regardless, if you know, if Edwards is you know health wise is feels okay, he probably hasn't done any proper training or anything for for his ten days. A Yeti obviously has has missed recent games because of the yeah. hamstring injury. and Griffiths probably isn't up to peak fitness. Is it a case that Kamala would be the one who would be one hundred percent, and he would be the one who could, you know? At full pelt, basically, is that, would that, is that what would swing the deal? And then, of course, as you mentioned, the Betfred Cup final last year, the prospect of having Edward or a Yeti in reserve.
1: Yeah, well, you know, The, the that
0: can make when you bring them on, because you saw what happened in the Cup final when Edward came on it. So that yeah. seemed to spook the Rangers back then. I
1: mean, it's, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you, you know, Neil Lennon could have those three players on the bench, but we can't honestly say that they're going to be up to speed fitness wise that's just not going to be the case lee griffiths yeah. would have you know had another couple of weeks uh, training under his belt which would, would have been really important but he's been missing for months and months and months now you know condition wise he wouldn't be at the level yet he you know was was doing all right um you know surprising that uh that you know, at times when he was, you know, Neil left him out and sort of maybe tried to nurture him because he didn't want, you know, was always wary about him getting an injury, which yeah, you know, eventually he, he did get. Yeah, yeah. But you can't go into these games half baked, and and that's the issue. You know, you can't yeah. have a have somebody up top who who's not fit enough and not going to cause a problem. Which so I think at this moment in time, Neil's hand looks like it's pretty much forced in, into playing Klamala, but you know where. If I'm honest, when I first saw Klamala, I didn't think that he was, you know, anywhere near up to the mark. But, but he he's he's growing on me, and I think he's growing on the Celtic fans. They know they're going to get a good, honest shift in. They know that he can be nuisance value. I think that his finishing can improve. But I, you know, I, I like the way he's improving in a in a Celtic jersey. So I think that, you know, if you're asking me at this moment in time who's going to start up top, I think it will be um, Patrick Klamala.
0: How would you assess the, the tactical approach in terms of how Celtic go about it, um, Chris? Because it's almost unthinkable for Celtic in any domestic match at home not to be on the front foot and to be pressing and to be you know, attack-minded. But there is a school of thought that Rangers have their success in Europe due to the fact teams mm. come on to them and they can play... On the count, maybe on the count, is a bit unfair, no. but you know they have pace no. to get in behind through the Kent and guys like that, and that it may suit Rangers more if Celtic did come on at them. Would how do you assess it? If, you know, if you were in Neil Lennon's shoes, would you be tempted to play a little bit tighter? Um, you know, given the fact mm-hmm. that a point's probably not a bad result for Celtic, given everything that's happened in the build-up to the game, or no, do don't... you think no, no, this is a home game, Celtic? I've got to go on the front foot and try and win it.
1: I don't think it has to turn into a macho contest. You know, it's, it's about winning the game first and foremost. And with, with the situation, with the squad, which Neil has at the moment and players not fit, then, you know, the main thing is is to set up and I think be difficult to beat. You know, it doesn't matter who dominates possession, who, who dominates the game. The only thing that matters is the result. So, you know, Rangers a little bit like Celtic at times this season. They struggle when teams narrow up, make it difficult to play through. And, you know, so why would Celtic sort of set themselves up and try and play a, a really open and expansive game if they think they're going to get hit on the on the counter with the likes of uh, Ryan Kent, who, by the way, this season has started the season exceptionally well. I thought he was a little bit patchy last season, but you can't. You know, you you have to be wary of him. I I don't think it's impossible that that uh, that that Celtic go back to a back four in this game. Just with you know, with the nature of what may be the best set that he might feel that they can be Celtic can be a little bit more more solid. And you know, if that happens, he's he's got many many different options of the way he could play. it. Christopher I could go over to right back. I wouldn't have thought he'd do that. Because of you know Ryan Kent and I think he'd want Frimpong in that matchup, but he does have options, and you know it, it's plenty of food for thought for Neil Lennon. But certainly, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a game where Celtic have to go out out and 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 from the first whistle. Just think about about domination. It's about just boxing smart, boxing clever, difficult to beat and uh, and to cause Rangers problems on the counter because that's when Rangers are, are at their most vulnerable as well. You know, they throw bodies forward, they get the full backs on, they get crosses into the box and then, the, you know, at times they leave the centre-halves exposed. In the league, uh, you know, they've pretty much dealt with that this season pretty well. But, um, you know, Celtic are a different proposition to anybody
0: else. Well, Chris... They say that only a fool would predict the outcome of an all-farm game. So how is it going to go? That's the oldest joke in the book. I know that, but (laughs) how is it going to go?
1: Uh, I actually think the fact that, uh, you know, I think this game suits Rangers in in the respect that, you know, they're playing a a Celtic reserve team essentially aren't they you know Neil Lennon's got so many first choice players out and that actually cranks the pressure up I think it suits Rangers that there's certainly suits Rangers playing at Celtic Park no supporters in the stadium I mentioned on last week's pod the fact that there are no supporters I think you know even playing at Ibrox it suits them because the pressure is is off you know we we know they haven't carried pressure well in previous seasons um but I think you have to, with what's happened, you have to make Rangers slight favourites to the game. But I'm going to sit on the fence here and I'm going to go for a draw, a 1-1 one, one draw.
0: Just sitting on the fence. We have really mm. how it all now. Well, you know, you asked me
1: for a prediction. I've given you a, a prediction. I uh, Am I worried about... Um, you know, If I was Neil Lennon, would I be worried about my team going into this game based on the performances of what I've seen this season and the, and, and the lack of fluidity throughout the team? Uh, yes, I would be worried. But then I'd also know that there's some talented players in that team who on their day, if they click, uh, can cause anybody a problem. The fact that, you don't have a, that, that he doesn't have a, a fit first-choice centre-forward is a massive, massive deal. Um, for Neil from Ranger's point of view, it's about the big players turning up on the big occasion and Brian Kent, as I said, I think he's the one if from Celtic's point of view who you have to keep quiet and with mean, a, a, a really watchable battle, won't it, Duffy against Morelos because Morelos you know his record against Celtic is absolutely horrific, can't buy a goal, you know more sendings off, um, gets sucked in, you know that's another one to watch out for at the weekend. But um, Duffy, you know, if there's one player who relishes that sort of physical battle and looks like he can handle himself, it's it's Shane Duffy. So that's one to uh, one to watch really closely. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Well, Celtic, as you say, don't have, may not have any first choice strikers fit and ready. But thankfully, we had our first choice pundit fit and ready. So Chris, thank you <laughs> very much for your insight into the game we'll be back next week to have a look back on everything that happened and look ahead to the small matter of AC Milan's visit to Celtic Park so Chris thank you very much for your time good stuff thank you cheers thank thank you everyone for listening all the best